0: what's up guys today on the HubSpot partner podcast we talked to ron ducker ron is the founder of conversion crew out there in rotterdam netherlands we had a great chat about the business how it started how we got involved with hubspot um, and also how um, they had a huge huge impact on one of their on one of their clients when it comes to um uh, the conversion rate of a campaign that they ran for a, a shared workspace in the netherlands um a really really interesting story we dig into that one as well um so i'm going to kick it over to the guys now hope you enjoy the podcast welcome to the HubSpot partner podcast where we chat to hubspot partners about how they deliver outstanding value to their customers in an evolving technology landscape and now live from hubspot amia hq in dublin here's your host luke curry Welcome to another episode of the DubSpot Partner Podcast. Uh, I'm sitting not in the office yet, but we're very close to going back to the Dub DubSpot op- office here in Dublin. Um, my name is Luke, I'm your host. This is season two, so we're very excited to kick this off with Conversion Crew. Uh, Conversion Crew are based out of the Netherlands. I'm here with Ron Dugger. How's it going, Ron?
1: Oh, good. Thanks for having me.
0: Delighted to have you on here. And so, whereabouts in the Netherlands are you guys based?
1: Actually, based in the in the center of Rotterdam, which is about fifty kilometers below Amsterdam. For the people who might not be familiar,
0: nice. And I, uh, it's, an, it's such an interesting dynamic uh, economy to work in. Like whenever I, I had a partner there for years, and I used to go over there to visit. Uh, and in my uh, youth as well, I spent a lot of time in uh, the Netherlands because it was the cheapest ticket out of Dublin uh, on Ryanair. <coughs> yeah, <laughs> we used to go to uh, Eindhoven and then jump on the trains, go all over all over the place. So I have a lot of uh, I have a soft spot for uh, the Netherlands. Uh, what I've, I love about the the kind of diamondism there is. Every kind of town you go to has a big office buildings and you've got all of the kind of the names of the companies outside on the, <clears> on the, uh, on the walls and stuff. And it's just like it seems like there's loads and loads and loads of uh, business going on there. It fe- there's a feeling there um, that I get uh, that I don't get in other countries. So it's a very interesting place to do business yeah i can imagine it. it's
1: mostly in the places you've been because uh, eindhoven is already a good example because there's lots of uh, entrepreneurial stuff going on and lots of cool philips is located there and uh, lots of stuff going on and then if you look at rotterdam and amsterdam those are uh, obviously also the big places where lots of companies are uh, are housed but you have lots of other parts in the netherlands where it's uh, a little bit more windmills uh, yeah. cows <laughs> and uh, not much happening
0: yeah absolutely and we spend a lot of time off because own way uh one of my friends was in uh, University 20 uh, up there near Enschede, So we spent a lot of time up there. So it was a little bit more quiet uh, or in the I guess that's the east. But anyway, I digress. So conversion crew, um, how would you uh, position? How would you kind of tell people uh, what the business is, what you guys are trying to do uh, and all that good stuff?
1: Yeah, what we uh, start by telling uh, usually is that we're really a HubSpot-only agency. So we only help co- customers or uh, companies who are uh, moving towards HubSpot or are already on the platform. Uh, so that's, that's our focus point. And what we do is actually, in regards to services, everything around HubSpot. So uh, integrations, building websites, uh, obviously onboarding, uh, and just improving existing situations, improving processes based on HubSpot. Uh, that's, in a really short nutshell, what we do.
0: Nice and the I guess you, you mentioned just before we started the recording that you guys have been in business for just over five years. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. And what kind of got you? And and I noticed as well when I looked at the the um, the background in the HubSpot system here, you guys have been um, uh, a partner almost since the beginning. How did you kind of come across HubSpot? When was your first kind of interaction with us?
1: Well, actually, that was HubSpot itself who was looking for partners. And uh, I started Conversion Crew uh, not even knowing what HubSpot was. And okay. within two weeks, HubSpot gave me a call out of <laughs> out of nowhere. Uh, just saw that I started an online marketing company probably uh, and just told me what HubSpot was. I had a really good connection with who was calling me back then. And um, uh, I saw the tool and and everything went from there. So I think within two weeks, we became a HubSpot partner.
0: Amazing. So I always wonder, like, when... when sometimes in because uh, i do uh, acquisition of partners and i've done that in the past and sometimes when you look back on those calls with people when they've gone all in with hubspot years later you're like that one call kind of changes the whole direction of someone's uh career which is really interesting um so i'd love to see that as well so once you once you get going with uh with with hubspot were you kind of immediately into kind of the the inbound marketing uh space do you guys do any other type of marketing or is it all kind of content-based uh marketing as well well
1: actually at the start we already determined to be a marketing agency because i have a marketing and crm background which now in hindsight is pretty convenient with uh, the way HubSpot is going yeah nice um When they told me about the inbound marketing philosophy and I learned more about it, that was uh, exactly the way I want to do marketing. So there was a really good connection with the philosophy of HubSpot, how they want to do marketing and how I would like to do it. Uh, So, yes, we definitely uh, went on with the inbound marketing
0: uh, uh, way of working. Yeah. It's it's interesting as well. I think that the... Even since I started in HubSpot about five years ago, as well. So kind of around the, a little bit. You were a little bit before when I started uh, in HubSpot, but I think marketing has evolved even in the last five years. And when we look at our like all of the the information that's coming at us through our our phones primarily, or or through YouTube and stuff like that. It's it, I think it's even more difficult now than it was five years ago to to reach people uh, in a uh, in a kind of a with a loudspeaker like they used to. Uh, you know it's like like everyone's almost in their little bubble now how do you get in unless you're uh, creating uh, content or stuff that is interesting to people uh that they kind of buy into before they uh reach out to you guys so would you guys build uh like complete campaigns for your customers as well or is it more just like uh, facilitating their um like their marketing uh plan through HubSpot are you guys kind of working on the creative as well Yeah, we're
1: currently a full service marketing agency. Um, So we we work from strategy towards uh, execution. So we function uh, on one side as a partner who really works on strategy and tells customers which way they could go uh, to be successful with marketing and reach their marketing and sales goals. Uh, and on the the other side we then also function as an external marketing department when the customer doesn't have one Uh, and it depends on the customer if uh, if they only want strategy from us or if they don't have marketers internally and want to use us for that as well Uh, however i must say that uh, especially also um, adding to the way where HubSpot is going we are also moving a little bit away from positioning ourselves as a marketing agency and we're much more towards busy towards positioning us as a refops organization and implement crm platform implementation agency um so definitely in the future we won't simply be marketing agency but much more um uh, the refops uh, kind of side yeah
0: interesting as well so it's not only is this um it, it, this is something that's come up with other conversations as well that i've been having with partners is that as hubspot uh, evolves as a platform the opportunities uh, are changing or growing and people are adapting and building their businesses around that which is great to see as well so it gives kind of you know another arm for you guys to you know build a, a new part of the business which you know Absolutely, is no bad thing. Yeah. you know um so like what do you guys when you mentioned what I find really interesting about uh, about the the future of marketing agencies uh, and like you said kind of uh, full service agencies is that piece of the outsourced marketing department and um, I find this kind of really interesting with what's happening in uh, the world when it comes to uh, you know the talent shortages that people are experiencing out there. It's very hard to hire people. Uh, people aren't coming uh into the cities or they want to just work remotely or whatever. Um if you're going to hire people remotely from a from a marketing point of view, why not uh, you know outsource that part of the business to people who are doing that already with HubSpot, you know? Um, so I think sure. that that's a it's it's a really interesting stuff. do you guys do, do you guys have to sell that to people or, or is there a market there in uh the Netherlands for, you know, uh for that? Is that a new concept in the Netherlands? <laughs>
1: I don't think it's new. Uh, it is uh, true that uh, some companies are already a lot more sold into it than others because uh, still so a lot of companies are struggling to decide, well, when should I hire somebody myself and when, when should I use an agency for it? Yeah. Uh, an agency is still often perceived as uh, expensive or um, I, I can't see what they're doing. or uh, I think that's, that's a sentiment that's, that's behind it as well. Okay. Uh, but i think it makes sense for especially uh, startups or a little bit smaller companies who are not big enough to have full-time marketeers uh, in their team um do it definitely makes sense to outsource this part because like you said uh, if there are people that already work with HubSpot and uh, do this all day um that's a lot of big benefit. and also um but i think a mistake that many companies also make is hiring then they say well then i just hire a marketer uh and then i can get started but you need you need all these specialties and all these competencies together so it's better to hire a team maybe external like an agency has has already with an seo specialist a content specialist a designer you need all these competencies which you're never going to find in one person so exactly yeah.
0: and if, if like so if i was like i guess if it was one of those kind of scaling companies and if you were going to hire someone in marketing maybe their companies competencies should be like managing out those uh those relationships with outside parties that might be a good way to go as well do you get if they had a little bit of uh experience there um Absolutely. if you yeah. guys so what do you guys do really well what are the what are the projects that you love doing you know is there something that comes across your desk you're like yes we're gonna nail that um <laughs> what's the what, what's the you know the, the the juice behind what you guys are doing What what do you love doing
1: uh, two things, I think, uh, maybe three. Uh, two things uh, at least is that the the onboarding part we really uh, it, it, we really have this process ironed out, so it's 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 completely uh, uh, f- good flowing project to to onboard people onto this CRM platform. And the second thing we we love to do, uh, especially since last year, more and more is building the websites in HubSpot CMS. Okay. Um, we, we just love those kind of projects just because we love doing it and uh, because you see so much of your work uh, it brings so much results for the customer and so much uh, uh, it makes customers look so good to have a fresh new website and integrated with the crm and all this cool stuff uh, so those are projects we like to do as well
0: the cms is an interesting one we came up with that product a couple of years ago and we made it more robust as time goes on um it's an interesting space to kind of go into because you know we are uh, HubSpot does the the marketing and the sales and the service part really well but the the CMS out there like you know WordPress and uh and Braco all these ones that are very very well established HubSpot has a uh you know a habit of going after uh uh markets where you know the incumbents are really well entrenched uh and and kind of eaten into eaten into okay. the market so uh, yeah. this is no no surprise that way but what I do like about that is it it does the CMS kind of gives a, a holistic uh um, Approach to to marketing because then that's the, the people these days the websites the probably first point of call or second point of call after they've heard about the a business um, and we can capture that with HubSpot and make that I guess uh, make that interaction valuable for everybody involved I think that's a I think that's a win as well so interesting that you guys are getting involved absolutely in yeah and I think the the way the
1: HubSpot looks at it is that the website should be a marketing tool and uh, the perception you still see a lot in the market is that the website is much more a brochure or something. So they build something in WordPress or another CMS, like you mentioned, uh, and then they sort of leave it or update it now and then. And I love it that when you put the website in HubSpot, you can actually use it as a marketing tool. And uh, when the marketer is busy on SEO anyway and on landing pages and emails, they can also change the website and personalize. And yeah, it makes it much more interactive.
0: Absolutely. And it's, it's, you know something that's a, a, a growth part of our business as well. Um, so I just wanted to. There's one thing that I thought it was really interesting on your website. I was looking through. You know, when, before I do these podcasts, I like to have a little look on the website, see if I can uh, kind of figure out anything that I'd like to have a uh, a chat about. I was looking through the the case studies, and um, one that really kind of jumped out to me uh, was tribes. Tribes. There is that a. It, it's a uh, like a uh, not a what do they call them? Like a, a shared workspace? Was that what you'd.
1: Yeah, that's definitely a good description. They have uh, many uh, properties in the Netherlands already, I believe, uh, well, at least uh, I think about 20 or something or in that direction. And they also expand into Belgium and uh, Germany. Cool. And they they have sort of a shared office space concept. That's correct.
0: Yeah. And what really interests me about this particular case study was that you guys had been working with the, with uh, with them from a marketing point of view. Um, you had uh, generated over a thousand um, conversions for them. Um, and then it said also something like something crazy, like a ha- half of those conversions or leads became customers at some stage. That's correct. Yeah, they have one specific uh,
1: campaign that that's really uh, off the charts. And I, I will be honest, it's not that we were expecting this in, in yeah. advance, but uh, yeah. I was to say, uh,
0: half works. is an incredible, uh, 50% is an incredible uh, close rate on on this type of uh Because you'd imagine. You know, yeah you'd imagine, if it, and I, I, because I know I don't work in that uh, space, so I don't know too much about it. But I would imagine that it, it does, like you get a lot of tire kickers. There's, it's, you know, the it, tribes aren't the only, uh, you know, uh, shared workspace out there, uh, and and to be that type, that type of success. Do you think that that that. You know, um, it, obviously the the marketing is great to get the people in the door, but do you think it's their kind of closing process afterwards that that helped that, or how the hell did that well, happen? Like <laughs> it, their their
1: closing process after the lead must be good as well. I mean, yeah. because it's amazing result, and that actual conversion was to book a tour with them, so you could visit them and have a look at the office spaces and have a look yourself, and and work there for free for uh, leave a day um but yeah it, it's uh, something that probably of course the message resonates with the target audience i mean that's that's obvious and uh, the process after that the tours must have been really good as well yeah
0: so how did you figure out how to who to target for those that type of uh company is it you know companies that are really established that need extra space or are you going after those kind of uh, startup scale-up companies that need a uh something while they're growing hey, what's the kind of persona you're you're going for mostly growing?
1: the latter actually because uh, there, there are a lot of uh, uh, people with uh, without personnel so just uh, uh, who just wanted to have a social place to work but not yeah. sit at home all the time but that's that's one of their target audiences yeah the second one is really the startup uh, slash maybe scale up so so maybe um, between five and fifty people something okay. like that yeah uh, and there are also some enterprise, the third one, uh, categories, more enterprise uh, who want to who have large office buildings and huge, uh, the ones you saw in the Netherlands as well, yeah. but they want to have a sort of a small uh, office on the side where they can do cool startup things and cool new ideas and uh, form teams uh, outside of the office.
0: Okay. It's really, it's a really interesting space. I know uh, because of all the COVID stuff, it's been, you know, in the news and I know we work at, at a lot of bad press at, at, uh, at some stage, but... I love I think that's the it's going to be part of the future of working it may not be for the whole the the whole thing but it does yeah. I mean it gives you the ability imagine if so conversion crew if you wanted to set up a uh, a Dublin entity it it would be so much quicker than having to book like uh offices, office space in Dublin.
1: Yeah, you can just hire your talent anywhere and uh, uh, target the market from here and uh, yeah, it's much easier. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. I can idea, you,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you guys want to come to Dublin, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll sort you out there as well. Um, okay, so what's the... With the uh, if, if you had to I know we've kind of covered this a little bit, but I want to make sure that really nail this down for the listeners when they're getting to know a conversion crew. Um, what type of businesses are you trying to work with or do you work best with? Um, is there any industries where you're like, yeah, I love working in there or uh, we can add a lot of value there? What's the, what's the type of companies, type of industries that you uh, prefer to work with or go to working with?
1: well to say b2b services would still be way too broad because that's uh that's the sweet spot from household anyway and a lot of industries fall under that but um so we're not exactly focusing on one industry we do have some experience in automotive and uh, communications and um well, that, that's yeah we're, and so, some health some uh, health related uh, companies like food supplements and that kind of thing so- Uh, But in general, we're not focusing on industry, we're much more focusing on type of company. So when uh, it's especially a startup and mostly the ones that are ready for the next step, Uh, usually they have the well-known cobbled together tools uh, which help them greatly during the startup. They have MailChimp, they have Pipedrive for CRM, they have all these separate tools, intercom for chat. And and they're ready for the next step and really make things more professional and uh, scalable. Those are the companies uh, that we can really help out
0: it's funny i'm just I'm smiling because I was talking to one of my uh, a friend of mine who has a, a quite a successful uh business been in business for like three years um and recently I was talking to him and he, you know he's hired lots of people and he's doing great um but uh, I spoke to him just out of interest I was like, what type of software are you guys uh using and it's the stack that he had that he had cobbled together was crazy uh, two or three uh apps per kind of department all tied together with like you know really uh, uh you know I, I think that's there's a big market for those types of companies that are, are going to go to the next level you know they've Absolutely. they've got what they've what they've done to get them where they are isn't what they need to get them where they're going which is That's a, a
1: really great uh, description i think and uh, i think some that it really admire how they were able to work uh, the way they do and and how they sometimes pretty intelligent were able to uh, make tools talk to each other with Zapier and Integromat and what used to be PySync. so usually the current situation does work but like you mentioned it's not scalable it's not not uh, you can't keep it for the future
0: absolutely so interesting yeah. as well so like to to wrap up the podcast, where do you, where do you guys? What's the the next step for you guys? Are you looking to expand from a headcount point a head count point of view? Are you looking to do business outside of the Netherlands? Like where do you see you guys in five? You no, know, double the time five years from now. We're
1: uh, we're actually aiming to uh, to become elite in the end of next year. Um, nice. We're uh, doubling in headcount. Uh, we want to be around twenty people in the end of next year uh and we're aiming to be uh, in the top three hubspot partners in the netherlands so we don't have any international ambitions just yet yeah uh, but this is our first uh, focus for now yep absolutely
0: and the netherlands has so many it's so many opportunities there uh, i've spoken to a, a lot of partners there. i worked with, uh, with a partner in, in the netherlands before like it, it, until you're you, you can't grow anymore in the Netherlands I guess that's when maybe the time to uh, to take the next level but that's a good uh, problem to have you know um, yep. from uh, from a scale point of view. how many people in the Netherlands 16 million 17 million or something 17 million
1: just about and uh, yeah. I talked to uh, several hubspot partners here in the Netherlands as well and what I really love is that there's not really a competition kind of uh, uh, tone in the conversation it's like well there's enough work for us all to do and it's only getting more so uh, there's a really good relationship between partners as well which i really like
0: that's really nice i, I think that's uh yeah it's great if you guys can uh, kind of not, not maybe not even go as far as to work together but definitely if you can you know uh support each other from a from a mindset point of view even if you have uh, have somebody to call if you're you know uh, having issues but it's uh, it's, it's a great uh, territory to to work in um, uh, conversion crew what we'll do is we'll, we'll uh, release this uh, in the next few weeks I'm going to let you guys know about it um, but uh, Ron thanks so much for joining us on the DubSpot Partner Podcast uh, we'll put all of your details in the show notes and hopefully uh, uh, people will reach out if they've got uh, you know similar issues and if, you, if you're out there and you're a uh, and you are a, uh, a shared workspace. Call Ron. He's a magic. Uh, he's got the magic touch, to, touch there. Thanks, I've Ron. Got the key.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> thanks. Oh, thanks for having me again. <laughs>